All right, what is up, LSM Morning Word Squad? I am so glad that you guys are here this morning. Um, I feel like I say that like, I'm so glad that you're here this morning, every every day. Every day I say that. Um, but legitimately, I am glad that you're here. Thanks for coming. Um, so today we're doing Romans chapter nine and getting to talk a little bit more about what God is doing there and uh, what he's calling us to through these words, through this letter that Paul wrote to the Romans. Before we start talking about that though, um, I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about some posts that we've been putting out about hashtag last night. So uh, some of you guys that might be new to LSM or to Liberty uh, may not know this, but we actually don't usually have LSM during the summer. Um, and so what we do is we we do LSM hangouts. And uh, so you guys have been a part of Zoom and been a part of all this stuff. Um, and that's why we've been calling that LSM hangouts live um, because it's kind of like we get to get together and hang out and stuff like that uh, and just get on Zoom and basically kind of do uh, some of what we would normally do at Hangouts, uh, maybe without like Coffee, coffee Tuesdays and stuff like that, um, but online, live on Zoom. And so it's a little different, little kind of weird and wonky and kind of, you know, odd to us because it's not what we would normally get to do, um, which is kind of sad. but. It does mean, however, that we get to at least hang out. And that's how we've, kind of why we've been calling it that. Um, but during the summer, we get to do these things called LSM Hangouts, where we go to like Raven Rock Park. We get to go and do the trails there, do some like Frisbee golf or, you know, random stuff like that. Maybe do like a worship at the Wallingfords at my house uh, or some just like summer bash kind of hangout stuff. And uh, we're definitely going to be announcing a bunch of that stuff. So definitely pay attention to all that. But we also have our last night of LSM. So typically that's when like our brand new sixth graders come up, everyone's moving up. We graduate our seniors. Uh, we have a really awesome worship set with our worship band, um, which is actually gonna be slightly sad this year because we've got a lot of people that are graduating and moving off the band and stuff like that. But getting to celebrate them and kind of like sort of like set the tone for the summer as well too. Um, and so it's kind of weird because it's, uh, number one, it's late. Um, June 10th uh, is when hashtag last night is this year. And normally, like literally, I think, what's today, the 27th or no, today's the 28th. And um, so normally this would have already happened and we'd be like hanging out and uh, you know, today we would probably be doing some kind of hangout thing at someone's house or at like, you know, at somewhere. Um, but instead of that, we are here on the LSM Morning Word podcast, which is not a bad thing, but it is a lot different. So uh, hopefully you guys will, you know, keep up to date on that stuff and we'll be putting out a whole bunch of information in the meantime. So uh, don't worry, you guys will definitely hear about what God is doing there. Um, but I'm excited about it. I hope you guys are too. Um, so for now though, Let's jump into Romans chapter nine. So you guys take a minute to read it. It's a little bit different today because I feel like it's kind of like another turn in Romans where it's like, okay, we've talked about the, talked about like the gut check. We've talked about what um, God is calling us to outside of that. Like, okay, now like we need to understand 
like who God has made us to be and like what it's like to actually be his and called and all that stuff and understanding that, you know, we all fall short, but like God wants to call us to new things. And now in chapter nine, it's sort of like a little bit of like a little knowledge. It's kind of, this one is a little bit, you know, head to heart kind of like knowing a little bit more about like why all this stuff makes sense. And so I hope that you guys enjoy that and you know that it kind of like changes a little bit how we see things um, at least in our own heart and I think um, you know these verses a lot of times are they talk about stumbling blocks of the faith but they also kind of uh, you know answer the questions of some of those stumbling blocks for some people and so um, I hope that that kind of like makes it to your heart but you go read it, and we'll talk about it in a minute. Well, thanks for giving that a read. Thanks for being a part of LSM Morning Word. I am super stoked about uh, these words, this chapter today, because it is a little different. It's like a, a small little break in Romans where Paul is just like, I got to lay down some knowledge on you real quick. <laughs> and um, uh, and it kind of comes out of this place um, and he kind of, he even opens it up this way, like this little section. Uh, he opens up uh with his emotion of how Israel has like grieved his heart and um, understanding how hard that must be um, being Paul um, and being someone who, you know, Paul used to be a leader in the temple. You know, he was somebody that was literally going and, and taking care of like the Christian problem, you know, to them. Um, and like getting rid of Christians and stuff like that because he was protecting the law. He was protecting the synagogue and all this stuff. And, and uh, not only has he been called out of that, but God has also given him this mission for the Gentiles and for their hearts and for their sake of seeking out God and seeking out who he is and, and how he actually came to save them as well too. And so um, it's really interesting because Paul is in this place of like, I, you know, I'm speaking this truth in Christ and I'm not, he even says it, he says it that way in verse one, it says, I speak the truth in Christ. I'm not lying. My conscience confirms it through the Holy Spirit. I have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart for I could wish that I myself were cursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my people, those of my own race, the people of Israel. Theirs is the adoption to sonship. Theirs is the divine glory, the covenants, the receiving of the law, the temple of worship and promises. Theirs are the patriarchs, and from them is traced the human ancestry of the Messiah, who is God over all, forever praised. Amen. And I think, you know, in this place, it's like Paul is like just grieving the fact that like 
Jesus literally came from the people of Israel. And the people of Israel were literally God's chosen people to, to uphold the law, to bring the words of God to the nations. You know, like that, that was the point. Like that was the whole idea that like God picked them to use them in delivering Jesus to earth. And it's just so, it must have been so hard for him to, to watch his people not, not grasp the other part of it. And so he goes on and he even says, you know, in that next section of, of that part, you know, the, his realization and like the, the reasoning of what's going on and understanding that like God is sovereign that he knows what he's doing, that he's picking who he has mercy on and, and who he has compassion on. And he even says that in, in verse 14, he says, What then shall we say? Is God unjust? Not at all. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy, and I will have compassion on who I have compassion. And it doesn't, like, the thing that he's communicating to us is that like our human desire and our effort and the things that we try to do and like try to take over and like have control on, like those things have no weight on like what God does. And he even mentions uh, further on a little bit, you know, talking about Pharaoh and talking about how, you know, he used Pharaoh and he raised him up so that he could show his glory and his power and his and his and his sovereignty. And I love and I love what he says in verse twenty-two or in verse twenty. Shall what is formed say to the one who formed it, why did you make me like this? Does not the potter have the right to make the same lump of clay, some pottery for special purpose, for special purposes and some for common use? What if God, although choosing to, so, to show his wrath and make his power known, bore the great patience and objects of his wrath, prepared for destruction? What if he did make this what if he did this to make the riches of his glory known to the objects of his mercy, whom he prepared and advanced for glory? You know, realizing that, like, God knows what he's doing. Like, he, he is all-knowing. He has seen all of time. He knows what's going to happen. He knows what has happened. And he has this plan, this understanding of, like, where we are all at and he knows who's hardened who's not going to harden like he he understands and he knows he has that plan in mind and you see the other portion of this is that like knowing god's sovereignty and like being able to see it from this end of things like we are literally like two thousand years removed from the events of the gospel we have the Holy Spirit. We have like this immense connection with God that is open to any of us. 
and the other portion that we need to understand and the the thing that we need to be able to look at and and know is that god is who he says he is he is sovereign he knows he shapes every single one of us with a plan in mind and he even says like paul even says in verse 30 he says what then shall we say that the gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have obtained it a righteousness that is by faith but the people of israel who pursued the law as the way of the righteousness have not obtained their goal why not because they pursued it not by faith but as if it were works they stumbled over the stumbling stone as it is written see i lay down and i lay in zion a stone that causes people to stumble and a rock that makes them fall and the one who believes in him will never be put to shame and knowing god's sovereignty and knowing like the way that he has like changed everything with jesus not only does that cause us to know more about like who god is and the way that he incredibly loves through his plans and uses things that come about for our good and for his plan and for the things that would show his glory but i think knowing that sovereignty about god changes the way that we can trust him it changes the way that we can look and, and seek him out and know that he's going to move in our hearts. And so knowing that this morning, knowing the way that he works, like it's, of course, that's not the whole picture, right? Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't change everything with that. What it does is it gives us a bigger picture of who God is and the way he wants to use us. And so my question is like, how can you step into this knowledge and use this sovereignty in, in your trust of God, in your view of who he is? So my prayer is that like we as LSM, like, as people who follow after God, like we can use that view of who he is to not only know the truth of his sovereignty, but also to practice our lives in a way that God is who he says he is and trusting his sovereignty in us. So seek that out today. Seek out what God wants to call us to and how he wants to live out that sovereignty, how he wants us to live our lives as though he is the sovereign God who he says he is. All right, well, guys, I thank you so much for being with me this morning, and I will talk to you tomorrow.